Today, from our news team, Tiger King stars are losing love and maybe a poison plot. Daisy Ridley addresses those rumors that she is taking up the mantle of a famous Marvel character. More conferences are moved online amid the ongoing COVID pandemic and a slew of slight movie delays. This is the Culture Jack News Desk. This is the Culture Jack News Desk, your source for stolen information, hot takes, and your weekly news. I'm your host, Archimedes Abigail. Now, before we get into the news, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. This is one of five regularly scheduled shows we host every week. Starting your week off on the right foot, we have Monday Madness with Anthony. On Thursday, we'll meet back here for the news desk. On Friday, Dustin hosts the Friday show, then tune in Saturday for on today's episode, and then round out your weekend with the Weekend Wire on Sunday. Now, today is a very special double episode release. So along with the Culture Jack News Desk that you're listening to right now, you'll be getting an extra long bonus episode of the Zack Snyder's Justice League Breakdown. Now, both Dustin and Anthony join in on this one to talk about how this four-hour monster played out in their hearts. I, I do realize that it is the 1st of April, and as such, you may have a hard time believing anything on the Internet, much less this baby-fresh news show. Believe me, I was looking for some extra stories for the show today and was fooled by Warner Brothers immediately capitulating to the Restore the Snyderverse uh, fan movement and announcing there were going to be Justice League sequels. Also, my famous cousin, George McFly, announced Back to the Future 4, and numerous character additions to some of my favorite games were, of course, also teased on the internet. Now, though I've, I've only released the show near the end of the day, and this probably won't catch you in time to issue you a proper warning. If you are foolish enough to read the news or listen to, well, frankly, anyone today, be wary of those things that elicit a strong emotional response from you. Be that one of joyous celebration, fiery anger, or immense sadness. Those are the tricks the deviants would have you believe today on April Fool's Day. Regardless, happy April Fool's Day, and though that would probably be good advice for any other day of the year as well. With that all being said, let's take a peek at the news. In movie news, uh, Justice League's hashtag Restore the Snyderverse supporters have started review bombing Godzilla vs. Kong. Now, of course, they have purged many of these comments and many of these reviews from their ranks on Rotten Tomatoes. However, this kind of behavior will surely continue from some of the more unsavory folks in the Restore the Snyderverse movement. Now, Along with Dustin and Anthony, I too enjoyed Zack Snyder's Justice League very much and am very excited about a potential universe led by this man, by this director. However, uh, beyond using a hashtag, beyond lobbying for Warner Brothers over the internet, I will not be one to bring down other movies. I will not be one 
to make wanton death threats on the internet. I will not be one to otherwise be that toxic fan base that, if anything else, Warner Brothers would look at and say, we are not, absolutely not going to release any kind of semblance of a Zack Snyder, Snyder verse, simply out of spite, to spite the people that are attacking uh, these folks online. So if you are out there and you do want these movies, yes, lobby, yes, campaign, yes, buy up other Zack Snyder products and show Warner Brothers that he is a profitable, uh, a profitable addition to any universe, much less a DCEU universe. Uh, but do not do not be that toxic fan base that you don't want to see in the world. Uh, in other movie news, actor Jessica Walter has passed away at the age of 80 this last week. Uh, Deadline reporting that fan favorite actor Jessica Walters has died peacefully at the age of 80 on the 24th of March. Walters' daughter, uh, Brooke Bowman, released the following statement. It is with a heavy heart that I confirm the passing of my beloved mom, Jessica. A working actor for over six decades, her greatest pleasure was bringing joy to others through her storytelling both on and off screen. While her legacy will live on through her body of work, she will also be remembered by many for her wit, class, and overall joy de vivre. Uh, of course, Mallory Archer uh, and Lucille Bluth uh, were some of the characters that, um, that Jessica Walter played uh, on Archer and Arrested Development, respectively. So, um, to Jessica Walter, uh, rest in peace. Uh, in other news, The Witcher, Blood Origin, uh, finds its male lead in Vikings and Game of Thrones actor Lawrence O'Farren. Now, this is a uh, Witcher prequel that's coming up on Netflix, Blood Origin. And uh, Lawrence O'Farren played Simpson in uh, Game of Thrones. I had, and I had to look it up because I didn't know who the character Simpson was in Game of Thrones. But apparently... He is a lackey of the Bolton family and was very quickly dispatched by Stannis Baratheon in the woods in that one scene. Uh, plot details of the Blood Origin are still mostly under wraps, but we do know that Blood Origin will be set 1,200 years before the events of the original show and focus on the origin of the very first Witcher and the events that led to the pivotal Conjunction of the Spheres. Tokyo Ghost adaptation in the works at Legendary from No Time to Die director Kerry Fukunaga. Uh, as James Bond fans anxiously await the release of No Time to Die later this year, director Kerry Fukunaga has signed on to helm his next project, a feature adaptation of Image's cyberpunk comic series Tokyo Ghost for Legendary Pictures. According to THR's logline, Tokyo Ghost is set in 2089, when humanity has become fully addicted to technology as an escape from reality. The story follows peacekeepers Debbie Decay and Led Dent, who are working in the aisles of Los Angeles and are given a job that will take them to the last tech-free country on Earth, the Garden Nation of Tokyo. Sounds interesting. Anything that's got a sci-fi, futuristic, and mostly dystopian setting sounds all right to me. Black Adam release dates move to July 2022. 
After being left off the DCEU release calendar for a few months, Dwayne Johnson's long-awaited Black Adam movie has scored a new July 2022 release date. And I believe this was an announcement made by Dwayne Johnson himself. Uh, very excited for that movie. Very excited to see the continuation of the Shazam story. And no doubt, this Black Adam will obviously take place before Shazam developing this uh, character, developing this villain for the Shazam character to fight. And I'm very, very excited, very, very much looking forward to that. On to some Tiger King news, as was promised at the beginning of the show. Tiger King's Joe Exotic is divorcing his husband, Dylan Passage. Uh, Tiger King stars Joseph Joe Exotic, Maldonado Passage, and Dylan Passage are going their separate, wa separate ways. On Friday, Passage 25 announced that he and his husband, who is currently serving a 22-year uh, prison sentence, will be seeking a divorce after three years of marriage. Uh, so Passage wrote on his Instagram, he wrote, To answer the main question the public wants to know, yes, Joe and I are getting a divorce or seeking a divorce. This wasn't an easy decision to make, but Joe and I both understand that the situation isn't fair to either of us. It's something that neither of us were expecting, but we are going to take it day by day. We are on good terms, and I still hope it can stay that way. He continued, I will continue to have Joe in my life and do best, do my best to support him while he undergoes further legal battles to better his situation. In other Tiger King news news, Tiger King star Jeff Lowe suffered a stroke and was airlifted to a hospital. Uh, this is after suffering a stroke in an Oklahoma cas casino, and he now believes he may have been poisoned. So if anyone was really curious about the Tiger King gossip and the news about these this cast of characters that came into our lives at just the perfect time, at just the start of the pandemic, when we were all but lost, lost little children in the woods and found that light at the end of the tunnel in the Tiger King. Netflix is going to premiere, they say, around 40 new anime titles in 2021. Some of the titles include Way of the Household, Yasuke. Yasuke, and I, I've heard some things about Yasuke as well. It is about a black ronin or black samurai uh, who wandered Japan. And uh, so that, that one's supposed to be very good. Eden, Record of Ragnarok, Resident Evil, Infinite Darkness. I'm very excited to see what they can do with a Resident Evil anime. And others that are in development, uh, The Witcher, Lara Croft, Godzilla, Terminator, We've also got uh, Pacific Rim Black has just released onto the series. So, uh, again, a, a anime, like, like uh, Dustin said in one of his previous episodes, a, a anime that was inspired by a live action that was inspired by anime uh, is back on Netflix as an anime. Also, we will be getting a cyberpunk Night, Night City Wire uh, anime as well. So that Cyberpunk 2077 anime adaptation is also coming down the pipe. Chaos Walking star Daisy Ridley addresses Spider-Man, uh, not Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Woman rumors and joining the MCU. So she, in an interview, she talked about this. Now, of course, she's not going to be Spider-Man. Of course, we have Mr. Tom Holland. And if the rumors are to be believed, we also have Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire reprising their respective Spider-Mans for the uh, multiverse of madness in Doctor Strange 
or perhaps Spider-Man 3 No Way Home. So this is what Daisy had to say in the interview. Well, it's it's funny because someone asked me off the cuff about Spider-Woman rumors recently, and I went, oh, that sounds great. Apparently, I've now declared myself a frontrunner to be Spider-Woman, which isn't true, she confirmed. It's funny because I don't really choose things. I, I didn't set out to do another, quote, big film. I just read the Chaos Walking script, loved it, and I loved the idea of it. Basically, should something come along and be great, of course I'd be open to anything. I just finished WandaVision, and what they did with it is so amazing and different and interesting. To be particularly in that world which is ever-shifting and reimagining itself would be very exciting. So I think it's funny, these uh, comments by Daisy Ridley. Now, we have seen actors dismiss rumors about being in the MCU before because the MCU, if nothing else, is notoriously discreet, is very secret, is very... Uh, they, they, they keep their plots, their ideas, their characters, their arcs close to the chest. They really don't want this stuff getting out. But we have seen patterns in actors and actresses before wherein... Uh, they will address a rumor, but also at the same time be very flattering to the people at Marvel, to be very uh, very nice about their projects and about their works and about their movies. Now, this could also just be a ruse by the actor or actress to line up a potential starring role in a Marvel film, as these are some of the biggest films in the world right now. Or it could be an indication that they are already under the guiding hand of one Kevin Feige. Uh, Rick and Morty has got a new Season 5 trailer out, uh, and it has a official release date for the new season of Rick and Morty, um, and that is going to premiere on June 20th on Adult Swim. We also have new trailers out for uh, Wrath of Man starring Jason Statham, Spiral with Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, and a new trailer for Shadow and Bones, and that's a a Netflix series. And, uh, of course, if you want to check out any of these trailers that I just mentioned, uh, we did put them all up on our Facebook page, at Culture Jacked. So, again, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, at Culture Jacked is a great way to do it um, on Facebook, on Twitter. You can also email us at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. And after jumping uh, to September uh, earlier this month, Sony Pictures has moved upcoming Marvel comic sequel Venom, Let There Be Carnage, back one more week uh, to September 24th. Uh, this also gives... a a little bit more breathing room to other movies that are out there coming out the same the same time and that is it <laughs> for for movie news i know it's kind of uh, unceremonious there but that's it for movie news i'm done all right in gaming news uh assassin's creed 2 and other ubisoft uh, games are to lose online features in may Uh, Ubisoft claims that shutting the servers for older games is necessary to provide better support for newer games. Now, everyone, this is the nightmare scenario. This is what we were worried about when we were worried about the uh, digitizing games, all of these online servers that needed to function properly in order for games to achieve 
their performance. Um, and I think this this may be the beginning of it. Uh, in another piece of gaming news, the PS3, the PS Vita, and PSP stores are now officially closing online. Sony has confirmed it will end its online store services for those three items. Uh, in a story from thegamer.com, in a new email to users, Sony confirms that the first platforms to lose support will be both the PS3 and the PSP on July 2nd, 2021. Shortly after, on August 27th, 2021, the PS Vita will follow suit. Sony's rationale for the decision states that we decided to make these changes in an effort to focus our resources for PlayStation Store on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, which will enable us to enhance the customer experience even further. Sony goes on to confirm that this means you will no longer be able to purchase gaming or video content from these stores. However, if you are concerned about titles you've already bought, it sounds like those are safe. In Sony's What About Content You Already Own section of the announcement, it includes the following points. You will still be able to download your owned PS3, PS uh, Vita, and PSP content, including games and video content. Uh, you can download your own content by accessing the download list on the respective device. If you have purchased um, a cross-buy bundle and have only downloaded either PlayStation 3 or PlayStation Vita version, you'll need to download the other versions prior to the closure of the PlayStation Store. Video content that you own can be streamed on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, or PlayStation 5 through the My Videos app or on mobile devices through the PlayStation Video app. You will still be able to re-download and play game titles you have claimed through PlayStation Plus as long as you remain a member of the service. For vouchers, wallet funds, and cross-buy content for games, Sony also provided clarification there. You will be able to redeem game and PlayStation Plus vouchers on any of these devices once PlayStation Store and purchase functionality for these devices closes. You will no longer be able to redeem PlayStation Now Wallet Fund vouchers like gift cards on PlayStation 3, Vita, and PSP devices once the store and purchase functionality for those devices closes. Your PlayStation Network wallet funds will remain in your PlayStation Network account, but you'll only be able to use your wallet funds to purchase PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 products on PlayStation Store on the web, PlayStation app, or on PlayStation 4 and 5. So these kinds of developments, um, the Assassin's Creed and other Ubisoft titles uh, shutting down those sections of their server farms, the closure of specific stores on specific devices, these kinds of things have us at the Culture Jack team, not I would not say worried, but they have us definitely scratching our head thinking, if these things go, what is next? And it, it it makes you stand back. It makes you stand back, think, and marvel at the way that Xbox and Microsoft has gone through their endeavor to create a environment very friendly to backwards compatibility. Because once the PlayStation 3 stops all of its services entirely, will those games just be gone? Will you, will you be able to play those games again? Meanwhile, over at Xbox, you can play all of your original Xbox games, all of your 360 games, and I don't know if this is all of them, but a good deal of them. All of your Xbox One games and all of your Xbox Series games as well. So they are, are continuing on. And like we said in previous podcasts, 
Preservation and archival of games is just as important as preservation and archival of books, music, art, those sorts of things. And so to see something like this happen before our very eyes is very interesting. Now, is this going to set a precedent for Sony, for Nintendo, for other gaming companies? Because Nintendo notoriously does not have last, last, last gen support. I mean, you're not going to find anything on the Wii store. And this is also kind of a relatively new problem as well, because games haven't always needed this digital, this online component as well. Anyway, that's food for thought. Now, a couple of conferences are being canceled, removed, or moved online. PAX East 2021 has been canceled. It resumes its online format in July. So Reed Pop and Penny Arcade announced that PAX East 2021, which was scheduled to be held in person in Boston from June 3rd to June 6th, has officially been canceled due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. However, Reed Pop confirmed that the event will go on in an online format via PAX Online, which will be held from July 15th through July 18th, over a month from the original PAX East event. Kyle Marsden-Kish, the event director for PAX and Reed Pop, released a statement about the cancellation of PAX East, saying, in part, in light of ongoing public health concerns, Reed Pop and Penny Arcade will not hold PAX East this year. Given the U.S.'s progress toward addressing COVID-19 in recent months, we're cautiously optimistic West and Unplugged will proceed as planned with in-person festivities September 3rd through 6th and December 10th through 12th. And one more uh, announcement on the game news side of things. Tokyo Game Show Online 2021 dates have been announced and they will be having the Tokyo uh, Game Show Online um, September 30th through October 3rd. And that's it for gaming news. Moving on to things I've been playing, uh, again, still working on those two battle passes, the one for Fortnite and for Apex Legends. However, I have not gotten into Apex Legends as much as I would have liked in these past week. Uh, Fortnite, my battle pass is uh, also <laughs> similarly abysmal. Uh, been playing a little bit of Towerfall Ascension. It's a fun 2D game where you and an opponent go together. You are little archers and you shoot your arrows back and forth. If you miss, you can pick up arrows on the scene. You have a dash. It's very simple side scroller type game. Well, it's not even a side scroll. It's like a side side view arena type game. And you play with up to six other people and can really have quite quite a bit of mayhem going on. Another old pixelized looking game I've been playing, Enter the Gungeon. It's a great game. It's a um, a roguelike game wherein you you move through some randomly generated dungeons and you collect power ups until you beat uh, successive bosses throughout the dungeon to then complete the gun <laughs> the gungeon. And the the story about it is it's there is an ancient gun that can kill your past. And so that is the gun that you are after as the protagonist of the story. Uh, I've been listening a little bit of uh, Dustin talk about playing 
Monopoly with his children. And it's been so fun to listen to them talk about this because uh, they're not playing the regular Monopoly either. They're playing Monopoly Cheaters Edition. Now, Monopoly Cheaters Edition is interesting because you can't just uh, cheat carte blanche just as you will, just as you please. There are certain requirements for cheating. Like they will lay down cheat cards in the middle of the board and you can only do what is on the cheat cards that are visible on the board. Examples of, of cheats are charging someone more for a property they land on than is actually required. Or when you're paying someone for landing on their property, you are shortchanging them and paying them less than you need to be. Very fun game. Comes with a set of handcuffs. Um, pretty pretty interesting for that white-collar crime. Uh, and then also I've been playing Rocket League. Now on to what I've been watching, more of Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, we will be putting on some Jujutsu Kaisen content onto this podcast. It is an excellent anime, and it just keeps you guessing. Animation, top-notch. Story, top-notch. Very interesting. And I can't say too much about it because I don't want to spoiler it. <laughs> spoiler it. I do not want to spoil it before our other episodes. Uh, of course, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, new episode tomorrow. So make sure you tune in to that on today's episode this weekend where Anthony breaks down the latest episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Also, I got an opportunity to watch Invincible last week. The first three episodes are out on Amazon and that show is amazing. I would like to put emphatically that it is not for children. So do not Go and watch Invincible if you are a child or do not allow your children to watch Invincible. Please, please, please watch episode one, though. Stay after the credits because there is a bombshell that goes off after the credits there and sets the tone for the entire series to come. So very excited about that. And that's what I've been uh, consuming my media as but besides that that is the culture jack news desk make sure you stay tuned tomorrow for the friday show on today's episode this weekend the weekend wire on sunday and monday madness with anthony we really would appreciate it if you left us a review on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on you can also get in contact with us if you've got a topic you'd like us to cover or you have uh, a complaint about one of the other two hosts, Dustin or Anthony, because, of course, you couldn't be complaining about me. I am I'm your your favorite Archimedes. Uh, <laughs> but at Culture Jack on Facebook and Twitter at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us here at the Culture Jack News Desk. I'm Archimedes Abigail. That's the news. And we'll see you next week.